The Christians at Tech Historic Summer Podcast, brought to you by the Bible. Hey, my cat family. If you haven't already, be sure, please be sure to check out the first podcast on Joshua, where Keston does a stellar job tracing the themes throughout the entire book. His challenge at the end of the podcast, and I would like to repeat it, is that you would be wildly intentional over the summer with your pursuit of Christ. This is Garrett, and I'm praying that as y'all transition into the summer from the end of the semester, that y'all would be refreshed and encouraged to continue reading Joshua. First, I'm going to give a little overview of the chapters we read this week and then highlight one story that I really liked. I really hope you have the way to read these chapters because, honestly, my words pale in comparison to the Word of God. So the book of Joshua begins with Moses' death, and Joshua is now leading God's people into the land that God has promised them. And we're we're covering chapters 1 through 9. So in chapter 1, God tells Joshua to be strong and courageous, to rise up and take the land because God's going to be the one who's going to fight for him. In the next chapter, Joshua begins by sending two spies into Jericho who are protected by a prostitute named Rahab. And then they return to Joshua later with a bold and positive report. Following this, God parts the Jordan River and God's people enter the good land in a significant and orderly fashion. It's really amazing. In chapters five and six, the people are prepared for battle at Jericho and capture the city with a loud shout. Everyone in the city is killed except for Rahab and her family. Later, the children of Israel lose a battle with the king of Ai because of sin, but turn back to God and capture the city on the second attempt. Then, in chapter 9, we have the sad story of God's people acting based on the outward appearance of some local people without consulting God. And that results in them being tricked into a bad covenant with the Gibeonites. Okay, now that we have the overview, I wanted to develop one story from these chapters that really just refreshed me and impressed me. Um, And we're going to look at the story of Rahab in Joshua chapter 2. And believe it or not, this story of Rahab is actually a story of the gospel. Yeah, Rahab, she was the prostitute who protected the two spies and then later was saved from death during the battle at Jericho. And I would say no matter your background or your condition, uh, any of y'all who are listening to this, um, it doesn't matter. Um, I, I would say turn to God. He can use anybody in his purpose. And no matter where you are, join yourself to God's people. Don't receive God's salvation and blessing and remain apart from his people as an individual. You might think of yourself as an outsider, but God sees you as a key player in his purpose. You might say, wow, Garrett, those are some bold claims. How can you say all this? Well, in Matthew chapter 1, verse 5, Rahab is mentioned as an ancestor of Jesus Christ. Yeah, crazy. She turns to God, marries one of God's people, and eventually one of her descendants is Jesus Christ. 
Jesus Christ was a man with a lineage marked with sin, just like you and me. But he was with it without sin, and that allowed him to save sinners like you and me. I'd say it's such a great blessing to turn to God and to be joined to his people. Your life will be significant and valuable in God's eyes. I'm going to close by saying a prayer for myself, and I hope you would pray something like this as well. Dear God, I choose to live intentionally this summer. I'd like to turn to you even though I'm a sinner, and I would like to be with your people even though I'm not worthy. Make me useful in your purpose and for your kingdom. Amen.